When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, I'm Tim Geddes, and I'm joined by, it is Christmas in August, Joey Noel. Hello, happy Thursday. Is that what today is? It is, it is Thursday, a new day for Marvel shows on Disney+. Plus. Going forward, Star Wars shows seem to be on Tuesday nights and Marvel shows on Wednesday nights. Pretty nice for people like me to stay up till midnight to watch them. It was a, a rough run with Kenobi and Miss Marvel, let me tell you that. You know, how yeah, to stay up. Yeah, now... You and Andor, separate nights. Separate nights, man. You, you got to love it. Because the problem is, you know, I watch one of them. Then I watch the other one. Then I go to bed and I can't sleep because I'm thinking about the damn yeah. things. So it's not just 2 a.m. I'm going to bed. It's like freaking 4 a.m. It's just not worth it. Isn't that right, producer slash producer Nick Scarpino? It is right, Tam. And this show, um, I'm happy to say, went by at a very, very fast clip, which is nice. I enjoyed watching it. And I was actually very excited to wake up this morning uh, and hang out with you guys to talk about it. Hell yeah, because that's exactly what we do here on the Kind of Funny Screencast. Of course, this is our show where we talk about the latest in TV, movies, and trailers. It's a full spoiler show. We get right into all of the fun stuff right away. Uh, you can get this on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny or RoosterTeeth.com. You can also get it as a podcast by searching your favorite podcast service for Kind of Funny Screencast, and we'll be right there for you. If you wanted to get the show ad-free, if you wanted to watch live as we record it, you're going to have to go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, just like our Patreon producers, Fargo, Brady, and Molecule have done. Today, we're brought to you by Shopify and Uplift, but I'll tell you about that later. Just a little housekeeping for you. Screencast, let me not even put this lightly. It's about to pop the fuck off <laughs> in the coming weeks. Uh, we are going to attempt, and I say attempt because I am sure there's going to be scheduling things that get in the way of this, but we are going to attempt in the next, in the following months to cover every single episode of She-Hulk, Andor, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. House of the Dragons, I think it's called, <laughs> and um, Lord of the Rings, The Rings of Power. Uh, there's going to be a couple beautiful weeks where all four of those shows are happening at the exact same time. Uh, Andor is about a month away. Uh, we have a, a, next week starts Lord of the Rings. But y'all, Nick, are you ready for this? Game of Thrones starts this Sunday. That's crazy. I didn't even, I did not even realize that. Time is just going by. We need to rewind this year by about six months. That would be preferable. Joey, make it happen. January. Yeah, that'd be the bomb. Or is it the opposite of January? Is that the other one? Is January where January feels like too early in the morning? Don't ask me to do math. What would be the other? So, January, what would be the other one? Just like Juan? January? 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 i don't know whatever things about to pop off so you're gonna want to be subscribed to youtube.com slash kind of funny and to uh the the screencast podcast feed go check that out um we're gonna have a whole bunch of fun guests on a bunch of the different shows to be able to to cover it too i'm just gonna reveal it here and again things can change but right now the plan for lord of the rings is andy cortez hosting alongside elise willems and lucy james oh so hey how perfect 
Yeah. That is like exactly the crew of people I think about when I think about Lord of the Rings. And I, as someone who doesn't really care about Lord of the Rings, I'm very excited for them and I'll maybe listen. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Glowing endorsement for Joey and Noel. Maybe she'll listen. <laughs> I, I, hope you I guys feel like it's hard to watch the show if I've never watched the other movies. I think you so might actually, it, it might be interesting to watch that show that will go in blind and not know anything about it. Because the movies are such, there's such an investment that it might be kind of cool to start it. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to give it a shot for sure. Mm. Well, something we all actually gave a shot for sure is She-Hulk episode one. It just came out. This is a nine episode series on Disney plus. They are going to be more shorter sitcom style episodes, uh, aiming to hit that 30 minute mark. Um, and yeah, episode one is out now, Joey Noel. I want to start with you. What did you think of episode one? Okay. Uh, so this is the first time that I've ever been on this show. So I can talk about spoilers right away. We're spoiling away. It's spoiling a away. Talk. Okay. I'm excited about this. Um, I surprisingly really liked it. <laughs> I was not expecting that because I feel like going into the show, this was the one that I was like the least excited about. Um, and I think that's happened with like a couple shows. I, I think I'm reaching kind of like my uh, saturation point with Marvel stuff a little bit. Um, but I actually had a really good time. I liked that it's I liked her character a lot in the sense that it's like an adult woman just living her life (laughs) like she just seems very normal and I feel like a lot of times with women in the MCU you're either uh your storyline is either based in like extreme trauma or Mm -hmm. like being a love interest for somebody and it was nice that for her she's neither really um and she's just like an adult living her life and like trying to navigate things and then has this like scenario uh kind of put upon her uh I thought that Tatiana Maslani? Is that how you say her name? Maslani. Maslani. Okay. I think she's super funny. I've never watched her in anything else. I didn't watch Orphan Black. Um, I think that she's really fun. It is like a little bit heavy on the exposition, which I is a I think a episode one issue. And I'm hoping that once it gets past that, it'll be fine. Um, but I had a really great time. And truly, I knew that this was a Joey show when we got to the conversation of her and Bruce in the car and she's like giving her theory which is a conversation I have also had with my Mm -hmm. friends of like Mm -hmm. and if I had a cousin that was Avenger I would absolutely be asking like does Cap fuck like and I was like (laughs) this is a Joey show through and through and that was solidified also by the end ending the episode with the Eve song (laughs) oh Joey not only the Eve song but the the song sampling fast like a NASCAR during the training montage (laughs) yeah right oh my gosh I was like marking out like this is a Joey (laughs) Joey ass show and I I love that yeah so yeah I had a great time I had a great time I'd probably give it like a four on the Joey scale like kind of funny review scale um i'm excited to watch other ones because i know that people have said that it kind of like gets into its own after you get past the first episode so i was pleasantly surprised nicholas scarpino yeah i think pleasantly surprised is a good way to put it right these shows always kind of hit a specific mark with 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 me and this one i was let's put it this way i was like ah, it's midnight do i want to eat snacks right now i'm trying to be a little healthier and about five minutes into this i was like you know what this is worth the snacks um <laughs> i enjoyed it it's very self-aware obviously we have that she has that style where she dresses the camera i thought tatiana was great i thought her chemistry with mark ruffle was great i always think it's a it's a 
it's easier to ease new characters in when you do it with older characters by their side. And obviously having her, you know, we saw this with Haley Steinfeld and Jeremy Renner. They had great chemistry. Uh, Tatiana and, and Mark Ruffalo have great chemistry. I know he's probably not going to be in it for the rest, but it doesn't matter to me because you've set up this this character. Uh, the, we this Basically, this episode was her origin story, which was cool. She addresses that right off the bat, which is fun. Um, and then we get the back and forth with them, which... I always just think is sort of the heart of of Marvel movies, right? Like I know the action's great and 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 it's super fun to see everyone fighting each other and, and Ant Man being big and and or small. Um, but me <laughs> to me, the heart of Marvel is really the character dynamics and the interactions between them. And this is a fascinating setup. This is cool to see her sort of being like, "Hey, I don't want to be this." I want to be a lawyer. That's how I want to make my mark on the world. That's how I want to help people. I'm a district attorney and I want to put criminals in jail and I want to go after fat cats and, 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 and you know, uh, corrupt politicians and whatnot and make some enemies that way. Um, and so it's going to be cool to see. I'm interested to see how they set up that, that conflict with her because that I think is going to be the main conflict of the show, right? Is how do you rectify the fact that you are She-Hulk, you are a Hulk, which I, first off, I love that he's like, look, you're a Hulk, right? It's like being a Scarpino, right? It's like, oh, it's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> um, but uh, but how do you rectify that with just wanting like it, it's interesting. It's an interesting question. What if you had superpowers, but you don't want to be a superhero? You just want to be the thing you've wanted to be your entire life and you train for and you have student debt for, which is a lawyer. And so I'm, I'm interested and I want to watch the rest of this. Yeah, this this show, uh, I was, uh, I think, higher going into it than a lot of people were uh, based on the, the trailers and stuff. And uh, it definitely even exceeded what I expected from it. I really loved this. I don't think it's perfect. I think the editing of some of the, the action scenes, especially the last uh, one, was like a, a little rough. But I also feel like that is going to be addressed later. And I think we're going to get that character, Titania, a bit more. Um, yeah, she so kinda kinda kinda, yeah, and, <laughs> kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was a weird way to intro. And it was just like a pretty abrupt situation of like uh, of She-Hulk kind of like rectifying her whole uh, am I a lawyer? Am I a Hulk? It kind of felt like that whole question was like answered at the end of this episode, which <laughs> is is weird pacing wise, uh, but also like, hey, cool. Maybe we just get that stuff out of the way so we don't need to deal with it. And I kind of appreciate the levity that this show treats those decisions with because for a 30 minute episode of an MCU show, which now we've seen many hour-long episodes and what they do and the, the kind of meander and stuff this got so much done and i feel like it got so much done in terms of lore in terms of plot in terms of jokes in terms of characters old and new uh being endearing and i i'm super sold on tatiana like i thought she was absolutely fantastic in this and uh the the utmost compliment i can give uh, in these shows is being introduced to a character where I'm like, I can't wait to see you in a movie. I can't wait to see you uh, in a bigger ensemble cast with the other characters that we love. And immediately off the bat, she has earned that. And if it wasn't earned throughout the episode, it was absolutely earned in the post credit scene where she just like, that is going to be one of those like iconic moments of the MCU. Uh, it's with been her so saying. long since we've, I mean, I guess it hasn't been that long since Miss Marvel, but I missed the post credit scene. <laughs> of this? Yeah. I Joey, just, like, pull it up uh, right Joey, now. You need to pull it up right <laughs> now. Pull it up right <laughs> now. I don't. Well, I was just so like I think distracted. You always got to scroll to the it. end. You always got to scroll to the end. I Joe, know. Just and in I, case, I'm I'm like disappointed in myself that I forgot about that. This is a great one. I don't want to ruin it for you. I want you to watch it while I talk okay. to it's Tim great. about this. Yeah, I was. It's interesting because I think. I mean, obviously, I want to watch the next episode, but that is the one. The only criticism I have is that it does feel like they're rushing this along. I would have. Now, granted, you know, 20 years ago, she, we would have had 
two seasons of her grappling with her secret identity as the Hulk and trying to hide it from everyone. And then Iron Man came around. It's like, well, we don't, do we really need that? Do we really need to see her trying to hide that from all of her friends? But I do think I, I, I wish there would have been one moment where like a cliffhanger for this episode where uh, uh, what's Jamal's character's name? Um, Titania. Titania. Where she comes in and busts in and like tries to grab the the bad guy or whatever or the judge and then her and then her friends like you gotta do the thing she's like I can't do the thing and like you know you a little bit more tension there and then her eyes go green and that's the end of the episode where it's like oh gosh she is she doesn't want people to know this but because it does seem like she was just like eh whatever people if they know it it's cool but then it kind of deflates the purpose of like any any conflict with her being conflicted being uh, she Hulk. Um, having said that though, we only have 30 minutes of real estate here, so we got to kind of move it along. So it is kind of fun, gratifying to see that. I actually think if you were going to cut something out in this episode to pat out the end, I would have cut out the Hulk fight a little bit. I thought that was kind of weird that they were like going fists to cuffs and it kind of felt, I don't know. It kind of felt like at, at, at the end of it, they obviously resolved it like brothers and sisters fight, um, even though they're cousins, but I was like, I didn't need that part. Cause I thought that the, 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 the conflict between those two, them just actually like arguing with each other with logic is was was the more interesting thing to me them throwing rocks at, and 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 doing competitions with each other was cool but then actually throwing punches at each other i was like eh, i don't know that i need this yeah i mean i i totally agree with you where i feel like that was probably the weakest point of the episode for me in terms of just my engagement with it and me kind of just being like i was like all in and then when that was happening i was a little bit like okay yeah this is an mcu show uh but i do think that they did a really good job of like just freaking just feeding the mcu nerds so many things that they're looking for and like this show was it feels like it was made for me in terms of the amount of easter eggs the amount of questions that it makes me think about like dumb stupid jokey stuff but also serious things i think that to your point about the brother sister cousin relationship thing like i think that they really nailed that vibe like i am surprised at how much i believe that this is Bruce's little cousin, uh, Jennifer, right? right? And that they, you believe in a history that they've had to together. And um, even just like the little moments where this, this show, I'm, I disagree with you just a little, Nick, about the wanting to see more of like her struggle with all that stuff. Cause we've seen that so many times. I like that. They're like, this isn't that show. This is a fun lawyer show. Let's, <laughs> let's move on. They even address that. Right. Cause I feel like it allows the, the more serious moments to be more just kind of like, interpersonal where it's like them talk her talking to the hulk about him not showing up for family things and all that like i like that type of just like there's this subtle background of seriousness but otherwise they're just going to kind of like really treat this more so like an actual comedy like a sitcom comedy than we've seen so far in the mcu i know like a lot of mcu shows are sent or movies and shows and everything are kind of action comedies this kind of feels like comedy action mm-hmm. i hope that they lean more into the comedy and less into the action just because i feel like that's the the strength of what they can do with this with the budget and everything but um what i did really like about the fight scene that they had was on the nerd side of things like the return of the thunderclap which is like the iconic hulk move and mm-hmm. uh the dumbass like little uh throwbacks and references to the old movies but like we just watched the incredible hulk and uh the edward norton one mm-hmm. and his weakness was those like sonic things right and it's like we see her doing the the little mini thunderclaps, yeah. and it's like he's all caught up in the thunder things, just like he was in the Incredible yeah. Hulk. I'm like, fuck, man, I love it. Like this is why we invest, and this is why we rewatch all this shit. And it's like there are Whoa. so many things in this this show in this one episode that like this episode of, of She Hulk might have more references to more projects in the MCU than any other project we've had so far. And I'm like, fuck yeah, that's what I love. But we get we get. What I thought was cool, right off the clip, we see him with his, with the hurt arm that he's trying to heal 
by staying in his human form. And then we get the the, the reason why that get that that does get healed is because she ha- she has the same genetics as him. She, that's why she can be Hulk, but also he used her blood to sort of like it's it just it, the Hulk metabolized the gamma radiation metabolized in a different way. All that felt super fun and cool. I was like, oh shit, I want to know more about this. This is pretty cool. <laughs> and then he can go back to being Smart Hulk because when and so I guess in Smart Hulk his arm wasn't healing, so he had to be human again, which is cool to see Mark Ruffalo for a little bit. Um, all yeah. that stuff, all that, all the stuff. I mean, everything in this was just super fun and interesting to me. Um, I loved my my favorite part, the part that got a giggle out of me was when they were having like they were competing against each other and he goes just you know give give the rock a little toss and then she tosses it a little farther and he takes a big ass boulder and throws it into the stratosphere <laughs> she goes oh no yeah you're you're strong you're real strong like it's that total <laughs> shitty little brother comment of like I'm not I'm not going to do this. I'm not doing this right now. This is such an ego a contest of egos. All the all those little things. It almost makes you wish like ah, I wish they could have gotten Mark Ruffalo as just the you know their their chemistry is so good together that I'm I'm hoping there's someone else in there cuz I, I guess she's got the assistant. She's got Gigi, I think is the character's name. Um that she can go back and forth with. They had a pretty good chemistry too. Yeah, I guess the, she's going to have a lot of other people to go back and forth with because the show is confirmed to have Matt Murdock, right? And Wong and great, yeah. a bunch of other people. And I do. Abomination. Yeah. I get a little bit worried about that of like, that's a lot of different personalities to have in a show. Um, so I'm hoping that it doesn't feel like kind of all over the place, or at least if it does, it does it in a good way. But well, Charlie Cox is in eight episodes and so is Wong. So they're going to be. Yeah, everyone no shows way. up tomorrow. That, that can't week. be right. That's what it says. It says it, it on the IMDb. Who knows? IMDb is. Yeah. That, that, oh, they there's, change there's them all no the time. Like changed. Yeah. I'm imagining yeah. they're coming in for I'm imagining they're coming in for like an episode here and there um, just because because is she in New York? I didn't even catch where she's at. She's in L.A. Yeah, that's weird. I don't know how Charlie Cox would be there then, but. I have my theories. Okay, you have have your theories. That's great. Uh, Tim, the the person I'm most excited to see, though, is Tim Roth, because you have to imagine that Abomination is going to be, that's going to be a fun back and forth. Tim Roth is a great actor also, so having be sort of a foil that she's either defending or trying to prosecute is going to be super fun. Yeah. I mean, that thing is, Joe, to your point, I think that uh, the following episodes, like this is the origin, get it out of the way. I think every other episode is going to be a bit more, uh, like we say Monster of the Week, but in this, it's literally Case of the Week. It is the lawyer show stuff, right? So I think that, uh, it's going to feel more like a Law and Order uh, SVU or something where um, the the different characters coming in and out isn't going to feel jarring because it's going to kind of feel like yeah. contained. And by the end of the episode, <laughs> we moved on from that. Like, I and, and people that have seen the first four episodes have been saying that, like, it doesn't seem like there's this, like, overarching plot. It's more kind of like just dealing yeah. with her and and having moments, which I think is really cool. And I like that this feels like a TV show. Uh, which is something that a lot of the other mm-hmm. MCU shows hasn't haven't really done. They kind of feel like broken up movies. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I hope that it continues that vibe. Yeah. Uh, I also love the like, I think did has the director or showrunner or whatever talked about like the clear uh, influence from like Fleabag and stuff like that with Breaking the Fourth Wall. Is that like a known inspiration? I don't know. I don't know about Fleabag, but in the comics, She-Hulk breaks the fourth wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, I feel like Fleabag is, like, one of the most recent, like, bigger shows to kind of do that. And I I feel like that adds, like, another fun twist and connection with the show that, like, we've never seen in a Marvel property before. Um, and I think yeah, Tatiana Maslany is, like, the perfect person to do that. Like, she just has such a charisma in all, like facets of her character I, i'm really excited to watch her interact with other people uh in the well, first MCU. off i think she's gonna be fun 
Fleabag is incredible. I want you to watch that show as well. Um, oh, it's so good. It's so good. But I love that there's this one moment in there after they're drinking and they sort of resolve and they rebuilt the bar where he goes, you know, if you if if you you know want to go live your life, I respect that. And she turns to the camera for the first time and goes, he doesn't. And then almost has that one moment where she's like, what am I doing? And he kind yeah. of sees well, it too. And he and he's does, like, what's going on? I like that he also acknowledges like he's the like, priest what? does of like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, you, you can't doing? just like get a, like, it's not something that I can't see. Yeah. Um, and I'm excited about that. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. Tim, what were you gonna say? Oh, just real quick, I wanted to say a whole bunch of things, but before I say them, let me tell you about our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Shopify, who powers all of the merch on kindoffunny.com/store. Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives entrepreneurs the resources once reserved for big business, so upstarts, startups, and established businesses alike can sell everywhere. Shopify powers millions of businesses from first sale to full scale, including Kind of Funny and Rooster Teeth. Shopify has thousands of integrations and third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots and beyond. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Go to shopify.com slash KF games. That's all lowercase for a free 14 day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Again, that is shopify.com slash KF games. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash KF games right now shopify.com slash kf games now andy take it away shout out to uplift for sponsoring this episode i've been using my uplift desk for well over a year now i love the thing so much i decided to write a rap song for them the build quality is real good it's made of real high quality wood they didn't ask for it i just did it anyway getting my uplift desk immediately improved my mood whenever i'm on shows i'm standing up i'm feeling a lot more energetic and also i kind of feel like i was just maybe creating some bad habits sitting down at a desk all day i would move my legs up i'd sit underneath my legs on my chair and eventually all that stuff just created really bad back pain for me choose from laminate whiteboard bamboo solid wood butcher block or even custom solid wood or laminate options uplift desk won new york times wire cutters best standing desk from 2019 to 2022 and while i'm at it i'm just going to give them an award as well best standing desk that i use in my bedroom from when they sent it to me until now uplift desk have a 15 year warranty they ship the same day you order with free shipping and free return shipping so if you've been feeling the effects of sitting at a desk for eight hours a day maybe you want some more energy in your life maybe you want to do squats in the middle of a zoom call or something uplift your life go to kind of slash uplift sorry nick go for it um no i lost my train of thought i gotta sorry sorry about I gotta, that i got no it's not your fault i got a little a little angel gave me a starbucks delivery right now and oh, oh. I'm just beside myself um talk about the fourth wall breaking things i have a theory that's probably not gonna be true but Ooh. just want to throw it out there psychosis um the her talking and she's like talking to you and all that stuff like where she's like talking to us my theory is she's not talking to us. She's talking to the watcher. Really? Oh. I mean, I, again, I'm just throwing some stuff out there. I mean, that's, but th- that'd be this a deep show, cut, but that'd, be, that'd cool. be so fun. It could be cool. I mean, the fact that we're in the multiverse saga and like what they're building, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going to start building out more and more of these things. To- I, mean, I would, I would love that. I mean, again, I think this show, my expectation for this show is that they just throw a bunch of stuff in there. To Tim's point, like people can come in, people can come out. We can introduce some stuff. It doesn't seem like there's this is not something that i want there to be a ton of stakes for the overarching mcu for and i know that there might be but i'm just like let's this is fun it's a fun vibe let's just throw some stuff at the wall and see what sticks with this 
I do think that it would be, I mean, even if, though it is a sitcom, I do think they still need a little dramatic undertone. Like, even every sitcom that's, that's like that has a B story where it's, she's got to grapple with this to some degree, right? There's got to be something that, like, at some point she has to, I think it would be a missed opportunity if they didn't have her have to make a decision between being a lawyer and being She-Hulk, you know? But maybe they don't. Maybe they just, she's just a lawyer that's got group powers every <laughs> once in a while and they just never make reference to it, which would be unique to say the least. It's not something yeah. I've ever seen done. Yeah, I mean, uh, just based off the trailers of what they, they've shown us, it's like she's going to kind of combine it. So I don't think it's so, going to be so much grappling between the like being a Hulk, being, being a thing, She-Hulk. but it's it's more her grappling with like her place in the world as a Hulk lawyer because <laughs> she's going to become <laughs> a Hulk lawyer. Yeah, she just coming Hulk. to terms with act- <laughs> like what's actually happening versus having to choose. Yeah, which is which is going to be funny. But what I really like about this, Nick, to your point about the the stakes of the MCU and all that, like I love that this show because it is kind of just fun and these small things where like there's we know there's about to be uh, cameos from characters like from every corner of the Marvel universe. Essentially, like it is able to kind of just answer questions people have had. Like mm-hmm. we've been wondering, like how, why is Bruce in human form? Like why is his like the the arm brace, all this stuff? And it's like cool that's answered like these i like that this show can kind of be used to like start answering some things like when wong shows up i'm sure that it's going to answer questions that we've had about uh things some things going on and it doesn't need to be like this giant revelation that changes the mcu but it's more just kind of like buttoning things up with some yeah. like good dialogue and yeah. i was like i love that type of stuff like even uh in endgame it's like you know spent years in the the gamma lab trying to you know like figure it all out and here i am and it's like cool we saw the gamma lab like now we we got to get that whole story and um uh again me talking all i'm just nerding out so much about like the tidbits that they gave us of the potential things that might happen but i like that the mcu right now after uh miss marvel uh introducing the the concept that she is a mutant right uh i like the idea that they mcu might be making it that everyone with like innate powers is a mutant of some form like it's a different mutation like there's some dialogue in this where he was in the lab talking to her and he was like oh yeah like it's in our dna that the gamma radiation kind of allows us to to be hulks yeah and yours helped fix my arm or whatever it's like i wonder if phase five or wherever the hell we get there is going to explain like oh yeah like the mutants have been here for a long time like hulk is a mutant and like it, that'll kind of explain a lot of the things and it's a different take than the comics but i feel yeah. like it can kind of clear some things up because it is always weird how in the comics there's the x-men and the mutants and stuff and it always feels like they're very outside of the avengers shit unless there's a crossover mm-hmm. so i like the idea of making it kind of feel like one bigger bigger world yeah i mean it's because x-men are cooler but uh <laughs> i do think it's an interesting concept because they'll they'll you know i think and correct me if i'm wrong but originally the x-men the concept behind the x-men was that like those genetic uh markers were unlocked because of the nuclear weapons that were going off right like back in the in, in the day and so like you would you saw an, an increase in them uh because of that and i think this that could easily be something they lean into in this where it's like oh people have that that's a reason why people are having the powers i think that's a really really cool idea hulk being a mutant i don't know about that i mean hulk's the hulk you know what i'm talking about but he could be and then when are we gonna get a wolverine hulk crossover i wonder i don't know oh we will Um, we're going to it's gonna be incredible um but to your point i wanted to just go back quickly like i loved that moment in the lab where he was talking about what he did during the blip when he basically lost half of his friends and was like, I'm, I'm, I'm already a loner. And like, it's funny because you don't think of Mark Ruffalo as a loner. You kind of think of him as a nerd. And and yeah, maybe he's like he's a little shy or whatever. And he had those interactions with uh, with uh, uh, Black Widow. Um, 
or Natasha rather, when they were sort of will they, won't they? But for the most part, you're like, oh, he's a pretty okay, you know, charming guy or whatever. But you don't think of him as like, oh yeah, this has actually been a really, really lonely existence for him. And having to spend like five years in a lab trying to figure this out, like that was his coping mechanism. That was his way of like dealing with this massive thing that happened, which I think Mark Ruffalo did a great job just kind of sliding that in and having a little emotion there. And she and you know Tatiana was like, oh okay, I get it. I, I'm not gonna give, I'm not gonna give a shit for that one. Um, I thought that was really cool. I thought that was a really great way to do it, and I, I liked that. I liked all that stuff in that lab. Yeah, and I mean, uh, even the in, in Mexico, like just the different bits that he has that reference old movies, like he, he does the Natasha Lullaby uh, mm. reference, but like all the Tony Stark stuff, like it's just they did a good yeah. job of like playing it for laughs, but having it also kind of hit you, you know, where it's like yeah. I know that Stark uh, is like the default person to bring up uh, in the MCU to like kind of show where we are and like that we've moved on and how that all these characters are dealing with it but i love that we're seeing it from bruce's perspective like that being the science bros and like uh seeing the little bb and ts yeah. like <laughs> bar, like it's so good and like <laughs> having good. the uh the helmet from uh, the iron man helmet that hit me age of ultron like yeah. it's so cool like i love that they those type of things are great and it's just like it just strengthens the relationship that we already knew was good between bruce and tony and like i love that Robert Downey Jr.'s presence is felt without him even being on screen. Like mm -hmm. just seeing the etched in uh, thing on the, the bar, it's like you feel Robert Downey Jr. in that, yeah. you know? Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, what else was felt. Um, whatever budget they put back into the CG after everyone criticized that trailer. I don't know if that's how that worked <laughs> out, but man, everything, in, all the CG, all the actual visuals that you can see on screen, I thought worked very, very well for a TV show, for a streaming quality show. Heck, I think some of them like rivaled some of the stuff we've seen in actual movies. Um, I'm curious. I'm, I'm, I'm betting a lot of the budget went into this first episode as far as all that stuff's concerned because uh, the fight at the end kind of was like a little, uh, but uh, man, I was like, if she's going to be She-Hulk and this is the quality we're hitting the entire time, it's, it's pretty good for me. Yeah. Good enough for me. I, I mean, yeah. especially Hulk himself. And I think that it's because, you know, they have a lot more experience rendering him and all that from the, the movies, but yeah, it didn't really take me out of it. I mean, it wasn't, I don't think the best thing ever, but, there was no moment that I was like, I fucking hate this show because of the CG. No, there was moments <laughs> where they were talking back and forth. And I was like, and I forgot. I was like, oh, they're just, oh, right. That's that's CG. Both of those people are CG. Those aren't real actors. I thought they did a really good job. They were we, we uh, Andy and I were talking when we watched the trailer reactions and some of the scenes that are coming up. I think when she's out to dinner and stuff, some of the skin doesn't look quite right uh, rendered. But in the light of Mexico, it, I thought it looked really, really good. It actually reminded me a lot of. Um, her specifically, not so much Hulk because he's got a lot of fuzz on him, but her specifically, it, it reminded me a lot of the painted, like what Lou Frigno's skin looked like painted in the original oh, series. Like the texture kind of, yeah, the texture of it where it was like it, it just looks real, um, which was cool. I liked it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, a couple other things I want to bring attention to. Hulk said, bruh. I really liked that. <laughs> uh, uh, um, and then I have uh a Go for and it. then obviously it's canon in the MCU that people eat Cheetos with chopsticks. Yeah, that's, important. <laughs> that's an important aspect. Gia fucking lost her shit. She was like, let's go. I feel so seen. I'm like, good for you, G. Good for you. It's important. It is. I mean, it especially really when is. your hands are green, right? Because, mm -hmm. you know, the, the red really mm -hmm. sticks out on green hands. Yeah. They're doing God's work over there. Um. Then I, I have a question for you guys. Mm -hmm. Who did Cap fuck? Oof, that's a great. Well, for sure, well, he had to have they sex talk with. About. He, I mean, he banged. Uh, what's her name? I mean, the main love squeeze. Why am I? Peggy Carter. Captain Carter. Carter. Yeah, 
So he for sure had sex with Peggy Carter. But you got to think Do you think like he it. did? Yeah, for sure. Well, from the, at the end of Endgame, for sure he did. Yeah, like, yeah, we yeah, went yeah, back yeah, into the yeah. past and banged oh, out yeah. for sure I the rest meant of life. in like current, like I was thinking before the. Okay, there's a moment where he gets all buff and she like she like touches his bicep, Joey. That's generally how sex starts. That's how I always. No, used but to start. they have so many awkward moments after that then... that I don't think. No way. No, I don't at think they point. fucked when they were young. No, definitely not. You don't think no. so. No. Then did no. he bang? Did he bang the nurse from across the, the way? His his. Well, great that was the thing. Oh. I mean, they said they said in this that it was uh, a the USO a girl, the, one of the USO yeah. girls. Also, I but, watched the thing. It's very funny. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucking it's killer. Perfect. It's so good. Uh, one of the but, dancers, you think? Like one of his backup dancers? Yeah, I mean they said that in the episode that it, yeah. it was. But I, I only I bring this up because I haven't seen Captain America: The First Avenger in years at this point. Like since we did the the last uh, the first in review. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know if this adds up, but in my mind, until someone in the comments says, Tim, no, this isn't right because X, Y, and Z, I'm convinced it's Natalie Dormer. Remember Natalie oh, Dormer? Yeah. Was, what it? was she? What character was she? She, she plays like the Kat. nurse. Is she a nurse? <laughs> I don't even, I, I don't remember. I just or she remember might just she be like did an the officer. wink thing to him. Yeah. And so, then Peggy sees it and that's when she's like anti-cap for a little bit and like yeah. gives him a cold shoulder. Well, I do not remember any of this, but if it is Natalie Dormer, good for everyone involved. Yeah, yeah good it is her. I don't, beautiful human beings. <laughs> I don't think yeah. it's her. I don't think it's her either, but I just, I, I that it's was my It's definitely Peggy. Thought. At some point, they were like, they Peggy. were in the bar, they were making out or whatever. Maybe maybe they banged when he was a little guy. Remember? Like when he was like smaller. <laughs> when he was a little guy. <laughs> He's just a little guy. <laughs> um, do you guys have any other, any thoughts or any questions or theories on anything? Uh, Your Honor, my closing argument is as follows. If they continue up with this pace and this comedy and this level of quality, I'm very much looking forward to the uh, remind, remainder of the shows. Uh, if the glove doesn't fit, you must acquit. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, I hope that we get some, like, real-world aspects of the MCU. I think about the – I think it's the – girl on tiktok who does the like funny skits about like she's like an insurance agent in the mcu and people are calling in about like uh hulk smashed my car like what do i do and i hope that we get like i think we're gonna get some of that um in terms of like real world implications of like the crazy shit that the avengers do and i'm very excited about that because it's like i think those are just the funny moments of like oh yeah like how does this work if you're a normal human and there's all of these like crazy inner pl galaxy planetary fights and stuff like that? Um, and yeah, I'm excited to see how they fold in all of these uh, other MC characters too. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, I'm so, so in. Can't wait for more. Um, I do want to put my theory out there now because they're setting something up that that is going to have big ramifications and I can't believe they're doing it. And I can't believe how on the nose they called it out in this episode so i'm gonna say some stuff that is potential comic spoilers here so if you don't want to hear both you guys included take the earphones out if you don't want this uh but please tap alien, your tummy when you're done spoiling things thank you uh that will just close the episode after uh, after it so hey the, the episode's done after this but the alien spaceship in the beginning mm -hmm. that that comes and whatever it's from sakar and they call out that it's from sakar which is i didn't expect them to do like they're like they want to make normal people aware like i fucking knew because i'm a goddamn nerd and we just watched ragnarok and uh that's the same ship or different colors but same ship style as we saw the the grandmaster's ship from mm -hmm. from ragnarok right um i just read the world war hulk 
storyline for the first time uh, a couple weeks ago. Fucking awesome. It's five issues, and it's one of the coolest stories I've read in comics, especially with the Hulk. And part of it deals with um, the comic version of the storyline of him going to Sakaar and fighting in the gladiatorial events and all that shit. While he's there, he has a son named Scar. Mm. And Scar's pissed off at the Hulk for leaving him, essentially. And then he comes to, like, hunt him down and all that. I bet you that that's what's happening here. And I think Mm. that they're going to, by the end of She-Hulk, I think they're going to set Smart Hulk on a path to become the Hulk, the old Hulk again, like a savage Hulk. And I think they're going to build up a World War Hulk thing with him versus his son or something. And it's going to be fucking awesome. But... The fact that this, they just had this alien ship come be the her, her origin story, and we moved on, and none of us even brought it up until now. I think is very yeah. funny. <laughs> that it yeah. was just a, like, her origin story was an alien know. ship, and he's just yeah. like, yeah, gotta look into it. But calling it fucking now, it's That's a, that'd be awesome. That would be yeah. incredible. If that it's happened. gonna be. I would watch a movie of that. That would be. Cool I, shit. I, I mean, there's been a lot of rumors that it's gonna be a movie, and mm. the, it sounds like the universal universal deal. Uh, that is that's holding Hulk back from having a movie is going to end in 2023. So mm-hmm. that's the case. A 2024 World War Hulk, the setup from this show, that could be fucking awesome, especially if the show continues to just be good without all the world building stuff. But anyways, that's my Tim spoiler theory bullshit. Let Tim us know in the spoilers. comments below what <laughs> bullshit theories you have uh, and any other questions you have and whatever and let me know how wrong i am about natalie dormer because i already know that i am but tell me exactly how i'm wrong so at least i can know i want to get educated about my ignorance you know what i mean uh until next time i love you all goodbye